At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. What up, folks? Welcome in. Friday edition of The Edge here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Got a good show on tap today. A lot of U.S. Open coverage. Jeff Davis, Circus Sports, will be with us in about 30 minutes. We'll discuss what's going down because we've got some big, big names at the top of the leaderboard. Well-known names. Household names, if you will. Yeah, you're a lot more energetic today than I thought you would. I, I guess it's the uh, vacation coming up that's got you fired up because I thought this show was going to be more like a funeral for the Boston Celtics. Uh, no. We start there, of course, because the NBA Finals are over with, mercifully so. 103-90, to 90, the uh, Boston Celtics. Uh, do you call it? What's worse than laying an egg? Uh, pooping their pants? Like, I don't know what you call the effort from last night. Yeah, I was going uh, to. The phrase, the, the, the phrase you just mentioned, I was going to use a variation of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, crap in the bed, huh? That's basically what the Celtics did last night. To get out to a 12-2 lead, looks like, okay, this is what we expect. Come out. <laughs> <laughs> with their hair on fire, uh, the Celtics are going to tie up this series. Backs against the wall. By the end of the first quarter, they had blown the lead and trailed 27-22. <laughs> and that was in the midst of a 21-0 run on your home court yep. in an elimination game. The longest run in an NBA Finals game in 50 years. Inexcusable, embarrassing, and uh, I'm disgusted by the Boston Celtics today. See, I figured we'd come in, and you're doing exactly what I figured. I figured I would feel the righteous fury of Matt Eumanns. I've been ticked right off. I've been desk. ticked off since the end of the first quarter of that game last night. <laughs> I have been. I've been in a bad mood since. Uh, and even Sam Burns' nice round today in the U.S. Open could not improve my attitude. I'm, I'm still ticked off about it. How do you lose three in a row in that series yeah. after you were clearly the better team in two of the first three games? It's disgusting, yeah, and uh, it makes me not want to watch an NBA game for a long, long time, which is good because we don't have to. Say, you got some time. Does NBA summer league count? You might have to. I watch some summer league games. Time. I always like to scout the young players. You might be up close yeah. to some NBA. A lot summer of college games. players that we've been watching. Uh, you and I are going to be out to summer league with the Edge, hopefully, mm-hmm. if things go according to plan. So uh, that's going to be in the middle of uh, July. Yes. Now to kind of put a bow on everything Celtics and Warriors because there's not much, you know, like I did the. Uh, the podcast in terms of like wrapping it up and looking ahead to next year. Uh, there's not much to focus on from a basketball perspective, but I will say this, you know, what made last night so annoying. It wasn't even the result. I actually, and I tweeted this out it, near the end of the game. What annoyed me 
was listening to the play-by-play and every other possession, it was, oh, turnover. Oh, yeah. another Boston turnover. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tatum turns it over. Oh, oh, like, it's just like, <laughs> dude, like, I don't mind getting smoked, right? I don't mind that they lose this series. I was team no hedge, so I went down with the ship, right? Didn't get anything out of the 66-1. It's betting, whatever. To me, it was losing in the exact same way over and over and mm-hmm. over again. That's what drove me nuts yesterday. The turnover. It's a circus of turnovers. It was. On the offensive end, and it makes me sick. At the same time, the Warriors were throwing in circus shots when on the offensive the end. Clay Thompson Dude. off balance with a guy all over him from the wing. Swish. How about Jordan Poole? Bank shot. Count it. But the thing was, <laughs> end of the third going into the fourth, yeah. the Warriors were feeling themselves. Oh, to, yeah. to, but, but to a negative sense as well, because that's what allowed the Celtics to hang around. Like, they cut it to eight multiple times because the Warriors would just get a first look because they really wanted to put it away, right? Yeah. They wanted that highlight shot. They wanted Steph Curry running the opposite direction while the shot was still in the air to go through. They wanted that moment, but it wasn't coming. And so the Celtics are sitting there down by eight. You're like, okay, here they come. Turnover, down by 12. Okay, here they come. They're down by eight. Okay, turnover, turnover. They're down by 12 again. Uh, like the Warriors were keeping them in it enough to where, at least for me, I don't know about you, I, I had to sit through the entire game. No, I didn't. Because I'm watching. I'm like, all right, they're up with, they're, they're down by eight. They can get back in this. There's eight minutes left to go. All right, they're down by eight. There's six minutes left to go. All right, they're down by eight. And then eventually with like three minutes left, you're like, all right. You're trading buckets like two points every other way. You're turning the ball over. It's a nightmare. But 22 turnovers last night for the Boston Celtics. Now, I've, I've heard variations of this stat. They are, they are either now in this postseason, which is over, Matt, one and eight in the nine games in which they've committed 16 or more turnovers oh. or 0 oh and eight in the games in which they committed 16 well, or more at turnovers. At this point, it doesn't matter. Regardless, yeah. the turnovers killed them. Yeah, way, too, way too many turnovers, and uh, we, we said that throughout the series. I just uh, I thought the Celtics would find a way to play a cleaner game last night, and you could tell right away, actually not right away, but by the end of the first quarter, it was not going to happen. So what, what's one of my favorite sayings about betting? There's nothing worse yeah, than yeah. hope, right? So when, when you bet on a team, you don't want to sit there all night in desperation, hoping that team can come back, yeah. waste three hours of your life being annoyed and frustrated, so you know what I did? I turned off the game at halftime. And you watched Shohei Otani. I, I knew it was over. I did. Yeah. I watched Shohei pitch against the Mariners yep. because I knew it was over. And he didn't when you give up a 21-0 run on your home court, they were going to spend the rest of the night chasing. Yep. It was going to be desperation mode, and I knew they were not going to win the game. So I didn't even bother watching the second half. I was so uh, pissed off I couldn't watch it anyway. Okay. Anyway, what? Oh, no, I was going to say there's a couple of things we wanted to uh, hear from, look there's at. somebody who's really happy with the result last night. Can we talk about that? Who's that? How about this better at DraftKings? Oh, yeah. Okay. This was pretty interesting. So you got this from Johnny Avello, right? Because yeah. uh, uh, I love when people decide to put, like, parlays together, these same-game parlays. And you wonder how much or how many times a person like this has put something together like this and lost it. Uh, but how about this? Last night, one better, a $100 same-game parlay into $150,100. The bet had, I'm always terrible with this, 1,500 to one odds. Here are the winning legs. Al Horford, 25-plus points, rebounds, and assists. Draymond Green, 25-plus points, rebounds, and assists. Steph Curry, 45-plus points, rebounds, and assists. Al Horford, 3-plus three-pointers made. Draymond Green, 1-plus three-pointers made. He made two. Stephen Curry, 6-plus three-pointers made. Warriors money line and under 210.5. Yeah, on that list, the one thing you would think is a really questionable play is Draymond, 25 total points, rebounds, and assists. When, when, I'll tell you what. You told me, so you said that when the 21 to run, a 21 to nothing run happened for you, it was over. You knew when I, you know, when I knew it was over, when Draymond Green hit an hit elbow it. jumper, uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> this thing's done. If Draymond's hitting mid range jump shots, you know you're cooked. Yeah. He went 5 and 10 from the floor yesterday. 12 and 12, 12, 12 and 8 last night for Draymond. Everything Green. went right for the Warriors last night, really, in the last three games, and uh, everything went wrong for the Celtics in the last three games. And, I really think their immaturity showed at the end. Yeah. You, you can say what you want to. I know a lot of people were scoffing about the Warriors and their championship pedigree. but the DNA. They, well, Stephen Curry, Klay Thompson, uh, even Draymond in the last couple of games really elevated his level of play. And we ha- haven't even mentioned Andrew Wiggins yet. How much Dude. did he grow up in this series? There were some people trying to make a case for him for MVP. Stop it. Yeah, that's not gonna he happen. was not MVP of the series. It was Curry. 
Uh, Wiggins did have an outstanding series, but don't be a contrarian and try to say Wiggins was the MVP. Well, don't be an idiot and say it. <laughs> huh? I, would say, I would say don't be a contrarian. Don't be an idiot and say that it was it. How about this? This is uh, from yesterday's ESPN Stats and Info. Stats Williams, uh, who had it. Celtics, 5 of 16 when Andrew Wiggins was the primary defender. Yeah. It, he was great. There were so many. And it was offense and defense. And he finds, like, the perfect role, right? Everybody was kind of crapping on him. His career, bust, all that kind of stuff. Fits beautifully with the Warriors and was the last three games. I mean, this whole series, he was great not to take away from him. But was it four, game four, right? 17 and 16. Mm-hmm. What he did the rest of the way in these last three games specifically, Wiggins was dynamite. And you're looking at him defensively and hitting some corner three-point shots in this game as well, or some just three points in general. That really kind of it, – it was it seemed, at least to me, observationally, every time the Celtics were kind of creeping back up, Andrew Wiggins was like, no, I'll close out in the defender or I'll close out really hard and block a shot or mm-hmm. I'll hit this wide open three point attempt that I'm getting right now because your defense is scrambling. He was great. Absolutely fantastic. He was great, but he was not the MVP. No, he so wasn't. shut up about that. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, tell by me. the way, I'll, I'll tell you during the commercial break who was, who was saying that Wiggins was the MVP. Stop. Uh, hands down, period. Stop. Come huh? on. Has well, that when I tell, watched basketball? I saw somebody tweeting it last night. Okay. And when I tell you who it is during the break, you'd be, okay, that guy's an idiot. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's, Sean Grandy is not an idiot. He's no, the he's Celtics not. play-by-play guy. And what did, what did he tweet last night? How about the turnaround in this series? Well, and this is, yeah, this is the moment he hits it. So, not that we need another autopsy, he says. The Celtics led 91-86 with 6.30 left to go in game four. 83% chance to go up 3-1. Think mm-hmm. about that. From that point By on. By the way, I'm going to yeah. dispute that number. If you get a five-point lead in an NBA game, you're playing the Warriors, and there's 6.30 left, more than half the fourth quarter left, how do you have an 83% chance to you're win? You're right. It should be 87. It's more like <laughs> 60, 68. Come on. How do you Kelly get 83? feverishly. How do you yeah. get 83%? <laughs> that five-point lead can disappear in less than a minute. Well, I, I do wonder huh? what chance, like where he's getting his number from. Like which model is he using? Is it ESPN? Is it his own? Is it Rework the model, wherever it is. By the way, can we mention the ESPN's BPI before the series, too? The 17, the no, the 19% happened. The 19% happened. It was 16%, by the 16, way. Whatever. It was uh, <laughs> the ESPN BPI gave the Celtics an 84% chance to win the series. Yeah, the 16% happened. Well, four games to two. That's a prob- that's probability. That's how it works. The 16% this, happened. These, these win <laughs> probability models and the BPIs, so, I don't know who put those together, but his last name was not Einstein. <laughs> anyway, back to Grandy, the Grandy man really quickly. So, again, 91-86, 30 left to go. Wherever he's getting his numbers from, in game four at that point, 83% chance to go up 3-1. From that point on, the 17% happened. No, uh, outscored 228 to 190, out-rebounded by 18, shot 40-35-74, 47 assists to 43 turnovers. Yeah, not hard, as he puts, to decipher Brutal, absolutely brutal for the Boston Celtics. And and again, I don't want to blame any one person. I thought you looked at it like as we go into the offseason for both of these teams, mm-hmm. right? I think you really have to evaluate who your lead point guard is. Not that it's Marcus Smart's fault, but their offense really bogged down in tight games. That's a problem. And also, I was just really surprised by the way Jason Tatum, for lack of a better term, vomited all over himself in these last few games. Like he was a complete no-show. It was really surprising to see, especially when you saw games like game six in Milwaukee where he scores over 40. Yeah. Well, he had some huge games in the Eastern Conference playoffs, but not in the NBA Finals. But don't forget, he's 24 years old. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people have been bashing Tatum the last uh, 24 hours, really, for the last uh, few days. Oh. Huh? Oh, Danny Burke wants this. Our own Danny Burke tweeting once the series is over. I told you, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum would never win a title together. Like, come on, dude. What are we doing? I don't think he tweeted that after the Celtics were up two one no, in the no, series. Okay. All right, we'll come back. We have plenty left to get to, and of course, Jeff Davis joins us in fifteen. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Remember, just because it's summer doesn't mean that you should go to vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. We still got baseball going on, Matt Humans. You want to know what's going down. So go ahead and check it out. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events such as the Stanley Cup final, of course, which is underway. Betting splits another way. VSIN's here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits data every game up at vsin.com. All right, quick update. What is going down 
over in the wonderful state of Massachusetts. We have co-leaders right now in the U.S. Open, middle of the second round. Colin Morikawa, not too hard to believe, no. even though he has not been in very good form at all. But a good golfer. Masters. Uh, Morikawa and David Lingmurth. As expected. Who, you might say? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's Jeff Davis of uh, Circus Sports here in about uh, 15 minutes when he joins us. What he closed, Lingmurth. The first-round leader was Adam Hadwin from Canada, who had one career PGA Tour win. He's never finished in the top 20 of a major. He was your first-round leader at four under. Well, you're not going to find him on the leaderboard now. Mm. He did not have a very good day. Hadwin did not shoot himself out of it. He was two over today, so he's dropped a four under to two under. And how about this? Uh, Circus Sports closed Hadwin at 475 to one. Jeff Davis said only a, a few tickets on him at the Westgate Superbook had one, 250 to one. And uh, Jeff Sherman over at the Westgate said one ticket for $10. That's all there was on Adam Hadwin. So right now it's Colin Morikawa, David Lingmurth, the pre-tournament favorite. Rory McIlroy is one over for the day. Um, he's in the weeds right now. Yeah, it's the second day in a row he's had trouble. And, uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, did he just, did he, like, did, He did that? that twice, didn't he? Yeah. Did he just whiff? Oh, no, okay. Huh? I hate when they do this. Is this a replay or what? Oh, yeah, they're this showing this. Fifth wow. shot. So he's going to shoot a six here. <laughs> oh, no, not even. Oh, no, no, God. this is actually earlier in the day. Okay. So right. McElroy right now, that's a replay. McElroy is one over for the day, two under for the tournament. And uh, okay, on that specific hole there, he was lucky to drain a, a long putt, putt for double, double bogey. bogey. Yeah. Double bogey after it looked like he whiffed in the high weeds, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you wouldn't expect a guy like Rory to do that. But in the U.S. Open, you get some of those spots with terrible eyes. Uh, Aaron Wise, a long shot at triple digits up there, a four under. Guys who have made a run today, Masters champ Scotty Scheffler, uh, three under today, three under for the tournament. John Rahm back in the picture. And Sam Burns, swinging Sammy, three under today, two under for the tournament. So uh, we've got some guys in the hunt going to the weekend, Jeff Davis joins us in uh, about 15 minutes. All right, fun stuff going on in Massachusetts. The only fun thing going on right now is me, Boston Celtics. One Florida. more comment about this. Okay. I was trying to find golf on TV this morning. I flipped on right, be right before noon. I flipped on NBC. Okay. This is the U.S. Open. Yes. And there's a Rachel, what's her name, the cooking show? Oh, Rachel Ray. Love that show. Okay. This is U.S. Open week. How is NBC showing Rachel Ray cooking show instead of the golf tournament? And you have to find the golf on USA Network and Peacock. I'd be interested to see the ratings of Rachel Ray versus the PGA Tour. I'm going to say the U.S. Open's going to outdraw <laughs> Rachel Ray. Come on. I get it. You can run a cooking show the rest of the year. I get it. Uh, no, NBC I get doesn't saying. even televise that, that much in terms of sports. How do you not have the U.S. Open on it's, in the middle of the second round? It's not even my complaint. My complaint is, as we had to do right before we came on the air, it's the jumping around channels. It's the streaming service. It's USA. It's NBC. It's back to another. It's driving you nuts, I think, in terms of the way that you have to bounce around and try to find the coverage. You've got to flip channels four times during the day to follow the coverage, right? It's ridiculous. If this is going to be one, and this has always been my problem with golf, it's it's also part of the problem like with the Masters, where the first few like what hour or so uh, of coverage, you, you can never watch. You always have to find it on some sort of app or something like that. Like these are your. You go best, to the Masters website, right? Uh, but like these are your best tournaments of the year. There's four of them. Find a way to put every right. single like golfer on television because I'll watch it, right? So, I right. would agree with that. You're going to watch it? I thought you're going to watch Rachel Ray instead. Ah uh, no. On certain days. Okay. She had a really great squashed spaghetti recipe the that other day. That sounds sickening. Are you serious? No, I'm not serious. No. I, just, I just figured that would get you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, Boston Celtics eliminated from uh, the NBA Finals last night. Let's hear some of the sights and sounds from yesterday. Uh, first, I want to hear from Steph Curry because this, is, this stuck out immediately to me right after the game. Everybody loves an underdog story, Matt Humans. <laughs> and there is yeah, no okay. bigger underdog than a team that has just won its fourth title in seven seasons. Let's hear from Steph Curry last night. Man, I'm so proud of our group. I thank God every day that I get to play this game at the highest level with some amazing people. I mean, we do know this is what it's all about, playing for a championship and what we've been through the last three years. The beginning of the season, nobody... Nobody thought we'd be here, except everybody in this, on this court right now. It's amazing. Nobody thought we'd be here. Nobody. 
Not a single team. I think my pick, I have to look back at the uh, VSIN NBA betting guide. My pick before the season we talked about on the show was I'll pull it up. Golden State and uh, Miami for the uh, NBA Finals. According so, to sportsoddshistory.com, before the season started, so let's see, July 21st, Warriors were 12 to 1. August 4th, they were 11 to 1, 9 to 1, 9 to 1 when the season began. Nobody believed in them. Though. Nobody. And by the time January came around, and remember at one point, Steph Curry. One of the longest shots in the history of the NBA. And Steph Curry was a finals MVP, or actually, excuse me, a MVP favorite, regular season MVP favorite at one point of the season. Uh, they were plus 450 by the new year. They were 6-1 to one by the start of December. Yeah. Cinderella story. Yeah, I, look, I, I didn't see it coming. Did you? I think I did. I think, I think a lot of people. I always liked the Warriors better than the Suns. But uh, anyway, 2023 NBA championship odds are out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to mention that Dwayne Colucci t- uh, tweeted those out today. They're up here at the South Point Sportsbook. The Warriors are the favorites next season, JVT. Well, and they should be. So they've gone from a team that nobody thought could get mm-hmm. there to the favorites next season at 6-1. to Your Clippers, the second choice at 7-1, yep. to followed by the Celtics, the Nets, and the Bucks, each at 8-1. to Here's the thing about the Warriors, and uh, you and I have talked about this a little bit the last couple of weeks. James Wiseman, Jonathan Kaminga, uh, even Moody, Moody yep. they've, they've got some really talented young guys who did not contribute uh, to this team. The Warriors could be better next season. They could. And when think about the other aspects of this, which is, does Draymond Green, like, does he not miss that much time? Remember, he missed a lot of time due to injury if he's healthy throughout the year. Clay Thompson's not making his way back from a 500-day layoff. Yeah. It's only a regular offseason for Clay. Yeah, this is a team that could, I mean, if you think about it, if they're going to be healthy, at least as healthy as an NBA team can be, they're going to push for like 60 wins next year if they want to. Yeah, I think if there was one question about the Warriors, it was something that you and I talked about at the end of the regular season. Clay, Draymond, and Curry played a total of 11 minutes together in a regular season. Yep. And, and that's and where the questions came from, uh, whether or not this team could make it to the finals, right? And, With and those won three. an NBA title. <laughs> that's wild, man. Yeah. It's absolutely wild. All right. Now, there's a couple of other things first off. Um now, I didn't see the impetus of this. Can we play this, Kelly? Because I'm just more interested that you sent this in. So one more from Steph about being pissed off about something. Because it, it, like this is – we do all this, and I'm not sure if this was part of why he was irritated. But the thing that irritates me is now we're ranking guys, right? Now we got to talk about Steph Curry versus Magic Johnson. He's one of the greatest point guards of all time. Mm-hmm. Let's hear from Steph last night. Uh, Steph, what does just this mean to you to finally be a finals MVP? everything forget that we champs why are you starting with that question we got four championships okay i like it this the conversation around the finals mvp thing was nauseating he's got to get one more he's got to get just one more. Or not qu- one more excuse me he's got to get his first one just answer the question and move on i don't think he was really mad i think he was just excited that yeah. he got a championship he's a team well, he player didn't, he didn't want to look selfish when you and i win an emmy okay i'll be like don't talk about that we won an emmy this is great <laughs> hey I know people who have won Emmys who have, like, no talent whatsoever. Don't brag about being an Emmy winner. Every person I've met that has an Emmy is a great person. That's not true. You know that. <laughs> All right. I've worked with two people in recent years who have Emmys, and, uh, man, I don't know how they made it out of high school. There's a uh, there strong group project vibes. Not here, by the way. <laughs> not, not here at Beeson. <laughs> no, you're right. There, I've, I've met people who have had an Emmy, and uh, it's very strong, like, weak link of the group project vibes. But take <laughs> right, it off, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. But taking all the credit for it. Uh, all right. So as we kind of build on this, I think there's a couple of things, too, that I thought was really cool about overall, and you made fun of me the other day for it. But then from a narrative standpoint, given what happened the two years prior with the Golden State Warriors, all the injuries, mm-hmm. everything they had to overcome, uh, the fact that Kevin Durant leaves, I think people are kind of punting. Remember, D'Angelo Russell at one point was a Golden State Warrior. Yeah. You know, you, you kind you know, of, a lot of people criticized the trade for Andrew Wiggins. Yep. And so to yeah. get back to this point is pretty interesting. So let's hear one more from Curry on getting back to – because you saw the emotion on him. He started crying right at the game's end. It's a pretty good achievement for them. And to get back here after what happened over the last two years, got to feel pretty good. It was definitely overwhelming. It was surreal just because you know how much you went through, um, you know, to get back to the stage. And nobody, unless you've been on that floor, you know, just grinded day in, day out. I was kind of talking about, uh, you know, it, it, just me personally, my my workouts from all season last year when we lost in the play-in tournament. It's been a year and six days that I started the process of getting ready for this season. And uh, it all paid off. The coolest moment, Matt, last year when they get eliminated by the Memphis Grizzlies in mm-hmm. the play-in, Curry tells the media, 
Uh, watch out for us next year. You're not going to want to see us next year. I, th- I think they could be even better next season. Yep. Yeah. Dynasty is not dead yet. All right, we'll come back. Let's talk a little golf with Jeff Davis. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Zen Nicotine Pouches, smoke-free, spit-free, and made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid, place the pouch between your upper lip and gum. Boom. One hour of real nicotine satisfaction. It's available in 10 varieties and two strengths. Three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction. Six milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet. You can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom. Find your satisfaction. Find your Zen. Z-Y-N.com. Learn more and find Zen Nicotine Pouches near you. Zen Nicotine Pouches only for adults 21 or older who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical all right let's shift gears over to the u.s open as we are keeping track of this of course throughout the show we bring in jeff davis over at circus sports to give us a a little bit of time today jeff we appreciate it as always i uh, wanted to start with what we're looking at at the top of this board right now and um big names colin morikawa the leader at this point also of course david lingmurth who everybody expected to be at this point right now uh where did you have lingmurth when we closed at, before round one I don't remember. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm going to. I'm going to say in the vicinity of a thousand or twelve hundred to one. Uh, it surprised me somewhat that he stayed on today. Uh, you look at his round yesterday, and he, he didn't do anything special except for the fact he gained like five shots on the green. He made every putt, and he made them from everywhere. Uh, you know, generally when that happens, there's usually some regression the following day. But he's uh, played quite well, and he's. Uh, He's moving forward with some of the other big names. Uh, leaderboard's really jam-packed. Jeff, if uh, you look at it right now, do you you probably guess that Morikawa is going to be your favorite on the adjusted odds board going into the weekend. I'm not sure, you know, unless he blows it here in the back nine, who could catch him? I think uh, he looks like the guy who probably should be the favorite. Is that the way you're thinking or, or not? Yeah, I mean, assuming he doesn't give away too many shots here at the end, I mean, you look at the guys who figure to be on the lead, if he's still one back, he's probably the favorite. If you look at it, if they come to the clubhouse in similar fashion to where they are now, you got to figure he's probably somewhere in the 5-2, to 3-1 to one range with some, you know, the guy, the bigger names chasing him are a couple shots back. Scheffler's two back of him. You look at some of the other names, they're not exactly household names you see uh, fighting to win a major. Uh, Brian Harmon won back is a little interesting. He took quite a bit of sharp interest at bigger prices uh, earlier in the week, and he's uh, paying that off right now. Is uh, He's in contention and looks looks the part. doesn't look like uh, you watch him play here. He's hit the ball great. doesn't look like he's interested in going away. Uh, he's one we're definitely keeping an eye on. Yeah, you're right. I know some guys who, who liked Harmon. Also, Aaron Wise, who was a, uh, a triple-digit long shot, who's four under right there with uh, Brian Harmon. What do you make of Scotty Scheffler? Uh, he's, he has not been red hot since the Masters, uh, but he opens with, uh, I think he shot par yesterday. He's three under today, only two shots back right now. Scheffler is going to be dangerous. What did you see in his round today? Scheffler's an interesting case because he got hot February, March, and people were running to the window to take him. And he was a guy this week that we opened him the favorite or co-favorites with Rom. I think we opened him 12 to 1. Uh, and he drifted all the way out. When I left the office Wednesday night, he was 16 and a half to 1, and there was zero interest in him. <laughs> uh, it's a very, uh, very, what have you done for me lately? Uh, kind of betting sport it seems uh he's one of our best results of you know, logical winners uh he is hitting his he hit his irons incredible today he gained just over five shots uh to the field on uh, on approach today which is really incredible uh if he hits the ball anywhere near like he hit it today he's going to be really difficult to deal with come sunday okay one other guy i want to ask you about today sam burns he was one over after the first round three under today and two under for the tournament. Sam Burns is a guy I bet uh, this week, and he won a few weeks ago. Uh, do you think Burns is going to be there on Sunday afternoon? Oh, absolutely. He's a guy that, you know, you look at what happened at Colonial, and 
he wasn't really in contention. He wasn't talked about. Then he goes out early Sunday morning, fires a great round, and it's good enough uh, to get him in the playoff and win. He's just a guy that uh, he's not going to fold in the face of adversity. He's a great golfer. Look at what he did today. He gained shots in every portion of the game off the tee, approach, around the green, and putting. Uh, He was very popular with the sharper clientele and the recreational clientele this week. I believe we closed him somewhere in the vicinity of 28 or 29 to 1. The money never stopped on Burns. He's a small loser for us uh, at Circa. So, yeah, I would would expect uh, nothing else other than for him to be a player uh, come the weekend. Jeff, what about the scoring in general? I asked Matt this yesterday. We only had about a half a round in, but now your two guys at the top are five under. We saw Morikawa, who's currently through 12 with a four under day. Are you surprised at all by some of the lower scores that are being posted, and do you expect this to carry over by the time we get into the weekend? Well, supposedly it's going to continue to be windy all weekend, and I I haven't seen a lot of rain in the forecast. And Generally, when that happens, uh, the greens can get a little harder, and if the greens firm up, uh, the scoring conditions are going to get more difficult. Uh, yeah, five under, a little bit surprised they've got the five under to this extent. But, again, if the wind if the wind kicks up this weekend and it doesn't rain, I can't imagine anyone getting to nine or ten. That, that seems a little bit far-fetched. Jeff Davis with us, Circus Sports Golf Odds Maker. Find him on Twitter at underscore junkyard. Jeff, when you look at some of the bigger names, uh, just lurking back there a little bit, who do you think is most dangerous? you got John Rahm. Right now, a two-under for the tournament. Uh, also, Rory has uh, had a tough day. Rory's dropped to uh, one-under for the tournament. Uh, obviously, he's not out of it, but you got Brooks Kepka hanging around, Will Zalatoris, Justin Thomas, DJ, uh, Justin Rose. Who do you think uh, from that group is most dangerous, you think might uh, be most likely to make a move? Well, if you're looking from a couple off the pack, I, I think Rom. Uh, Rom played phenomenally yesterday. Uh, didn't probably didn't get as much out of the round as he should have. And then it's been completely opposite today. He's just been kind of mediocre. Uh, he's pretty much break even tee to green today, but the putter has saved him. He's had a bunch of eight, 10, 12 foot par saves. Uh, he, he's a guy that when he's in control of this game, he's as good as anybody. And, uh, you know, I said it before the tournament started, it figures to be one of the big name guys that win this. And there's a bunch of them around. Uh, last night after we hung the adjusted odds, uh, one guy that took a ton of interest was DJ. Uh, we opened 19 and a half to one. Uh, that didn't take very long to get a little interest. Uh, I believe we went to 17 and a half to one and took some more. Uh, so DJ was definitely the most popular guys, uh, last night, uh, from a better's perspective, uh, is a guy who really, I found yesterday's round to be a bit surprising. He shot two under and didn't hit it well at all. He was phenomenal around the green, which is not usually his strength. Uh, he backed up a bit today, but I think you'd be foolish to think he's done. Um, yeah, I just I keep looking at this board, and I, I just see a bunch of big names in and around the lead, and I would expect uh, I would expect those names to kind of drift toward the top, and your Nick Hardys and your Callum Terrans probably uh, might fade away sooner rather than later. Jeff, we did see that some people were taking the approach of some of those live guys like a DJ, uh, play against them, fade them, because maybe it's not the best situation uh, for them. We saw a couple of them uh, go up in flames. What did you make of that angle and how those guys performed up to this point? I didn't, when, I was, when we were booking it, I, I didn't really put too much thought into who was the live players and not. You just put up a price of what mm-hmm. might seem to be reasonable and you'll let the betters tell you. Uh, where to move your numbers. Yeah, you heard some rumblings of, you know, they get paid, they might not care, yada, yada, yada. But, yeah, it's all, you know, they're not going to go to the U.S. Open and not give their, make their best effort. So, yeah, I, I didn't put too much into that. And I don't think, I don't think the betters did as well. DJ was, DJ took some money uh, pre-tournament. And, again, he took, they took it last night. So, I, I think uh, anything about that seems to have uh, kind of gone by the wayside. Phil Mickelson and a tie for 141st out of 156. <laughs> Plus three today, 11 over for the tournament. Did uh, did you get a few bets on Phil, or did the betters uh, completely pass on Phil at triple-digit odds? Oh, no. Phil was a full fade. Uh, yeah. There was very – you know, you take your 10s and your 20s on him. I think we were up around 350, 400 to one on him. But there was uh, – 
there was some missed cut money. There was some mm-hmm. no top 20 money. It was, uh, yeah, there was absolutely no interest in backing Phil with any real sorts of dollars this week. And uh, we, if you've watched him play it all these first two days, uh, that prediction was spot on. Yeah, he just looks uh, all out of sorts out there. Yeah, I think on that prop, if I remember right, you closed him somewhere around minus 350 to miss the cut, right? Yeah, that sounds about right. I think I opened it right around three dollars, uh, and there was there was some no interest. Uh, and I think his top twenty closed somewhere in the vicinity of no minus thirty dollars. Uh, and again, like I think we maybe had a couple of bets, uh, yes, at the big price for small money. But yeah, there was absolutely no interest in backing Phil this week. Jeff Davis over at Circus Sports. Jeff, it's always good to talk to you. Thank you for the time, sir. You got it, guys. David Lingmurth, bogeys on ah, 13. Dropped out of the lead. Colin Morikawa. Mark Morikawa's in the rough right now, and his ball disappeared. Hey, so man, knows. tell you this. When we come back, there is no hotter golfer in the world than David Lingmurth coming into this tournament. We'll expand on At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, last few minutes here on the program. Remember, coming up next, my guys in the desert. Real quick update. Well, it looked like we were going to get a known name all by himself at the top of the leaderboard. Colin Morikawa for a brief moment. Don't Matt call Ewens. Morikawa a known name? A known name. Known. Oh, I thought yeah, you said a known, a known name. Yeah, no, okay. no, no, no. Known name. Uh, Colin Morikawa, four under. Or excuse me, five under. Gordian slip. Uh, after David Lingmurth, bogeys. And, of course, goes to four under himself. But Colin Morikawa bogeys as well. Through 13, we have now a, uh, I think, I, on my five screen, we got tie. a four-way tie. You use five-way tie for four under? I thought it was five-way, but okay. who cares? we got a long way to go in this yep. tournament. The point is, you got about, right now, 25 players who could win it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, of course, as these guys, we'll see if they continue to falter. Uh, but, as you said, opens the door for a lot of guys, including uh, big names like John Rahm and Roy McIlroy who are two under, among others. The great thing about right this now. U.S. Open as we head into the weekend, you've got uh, some triple-digit long shots up there in the leaderboard. you got, like you said, a lot of known names. Yes, known. Big-name players. Uh, Colin Morikawa. Former major winners. Very known name. Uh, but you don't have anybody running away with it. And that, yes. that's what makes golf more interesting on the weekend and what makes the adjusted odds board, I think, even more attractive that you've got so many – uh, players who can still win this tournament, you're going to have some options uh, tonight. Oh wow! Go to is that Joel? That Dominic? that is Joel Dominic. Who uh, that was an eagle putt right there. Are you serious? Yep. Wow. That was an eagle putt that rolls up just short. So he's going to birdie, and he's going to be the uh, solo leader at five under with I'll the. Tell you something, JVT in our golf draft. I'll call I'll call it a Mike Pritchard golf hat that he's wearing. Joel Dahman was my <laughs> seventh round pick. Oh, yeah? Uh, right there, seventh round. Nice. Is he job. now the leader in the tournament? He is the now, five under. All right. I got to give my partner, Joel Kajowski, who is uh, my partner in this uh, contest, mm-hmm. works at Southern Highlands Golf Club. Mm-hmm. He suggested drafting Joel Dahman. So Did you guys do credit. the thing where it was your turn and you went, oh, no, no, no. We agree. Whispering we whispering with each other, heads together. We we had to whisper a little bit because Dan Saley was sitting at the next <laughs> table and he's trying to steal our picks if we, if we talked about them. Anyway, that's my favorite about those golf tournaments. Yeah, death taxes and then Wes Reynolds and Brady Cannon <laughs> 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 going over their notes and whispering about Joel the Dahman, now the leader in the U.S. Open, seventh round pick in the uh, Vegas golf draft. Yes, indeed. So hopefully he leads you to victory. I'm rooting for you. Because I got no skin. Beaston.com tonight. We'll have a write-up, look at adjusted odds, possible matchups for Saturday. And uh, Wes Reynolds is going to do the write-up on Beaston.com going into Sunday's final round. So check that out online. Nice. No longer – well, I shouldn't say no longer active, but season's over. So Beaston.com slash JVT, a little bit of a hiatus. A little bit of a hiatus. But we'll have plenty of coverage coming up in a couple of weeks. All right, with that – uh, any other golf-related notes that you wanted to get to before we went to Major League Baseball? That's it. Let's get to baseball. All right. We have a uh, we actually have some pretty good um, series that are getting started this weekend, including let's start with your boys who sweep the Tampa Bay Rays out of the Bronx 
as the call was yesterday. Now start a series with the Toronto Blue Jays and a good one. Jordan Montgomery has been freaking awesome mm-hmm. this year, and he's going to oppose Ross Stripling and the Toronto Blue Jays. Montgomery comes into this. At one point, couldn't get a decision to save his life, but uh, 270 ERA, 0.98 whips. So he's allowing less than, a, less than one base runner per inning pitched. He has struck out 51, and he has been part of this pitching staff for the New York Yankees that has been absolutely dynamic, and he hasn't shown really any signs of letting up. Yeah, I got a feeling uh, we'll see how the weekend goes, but the Yankees might end up being the cover story in Point Spread Weekly next week because uh, they are uh, on an an incredible pace right now. Seven-game win streak, by the way, coming into this game here. At what point are they going to get slowed down? Doesn't if they're if they're pitching you keep staff, they're going to hit a little like losing this. streak, or they're going to slow down a little bit. It's just not happening. Yep. But you're right. Their pitching staff has really exceeded expectations, and Garrett Cole has not been the best starting pitcher uh, for the Yankees. You can make an argument; he's been their third best starting pitcher. I will make that argument. Okay, yes. make it. Yes. Uh, Jordan Montgomery goes tonight. That price looks so cheap on the Yankees; it's a little bit scary at minus one fifteen. I am not going to play this game tonight. The one spot I would look to play is when Alec Manoa pitches for the Blue Jays. I look to play mm-hmm. Toronto in that game. Yeah, Yankees the, have had a lot of trouble with Manoa. For, for their whole entire staff, the New York Yankees uh, lead the major leagues in uh, fielding independent. They are second in fielding independent if you just whittle that down to starters at this point right now. But to have the first or second best rotation in Major League Baseball and what I would say is the best lineup in Major uh-huh. League Baseball at this point right now, um, that is a team that does not look like it's going to be stopped. There's a long way to go. Uh, but that looks incredible. And as you mentioned, the prices here, Yankees on the road against the Blue Jays, minus 115. Blue Jays coming back, plus 105. These numbers uh, you can find up at vcin.com slash odds. So that is the start of a fantastic series in the American League East. And we should note that the Blue Jays, too, have been playing good baseball. So this is a very important series for both of these clubs. From there, where's the where would you want to go here? Do you want to go Angels-Mariners? What is the second-best series on the board up to this point? Uh, because there's a couple that I think have some pretty intriguing uh, spots, like Mets-Marlins, of course, Angels and Seattle Mariners. I'll let you decide. Let's talk about the Angels for a second. Okay. Uh, who started for the Angels last night, and how'd that game turn out, JBT? Uh, Shohei Otani was absolutely incredible last night yet mm-hmm. again. Um, he is starting to find his footing a little bit in terms of consecutive performances on the mound that have been, we'll call them stellar. Matt Eubens. Uh, but last night, six innings pitched, only three hits allowed, six strikeouts, and the leads behind Mike Trout's two dingers. Mm-hmm. The Angels to a 4-1 victory. And now the Anaheim Angels have won two consecutive Shohei Otani starts. How about that? Yeah, that's, uh, that's the type of game the Angels need to see more often where Otani is dominant on the mound and Trout shows up, which uh, he had a nice bounce-back game after his poor he performance against the Dodgers. Seattle. He does. He, he hits well. He yeah. kills it over there. He needed a bounce back because he looked bad in that uh, game against the Dodgers. And um, Trout was, uh, I, I want to say, slumping a little bit going into uh, last night's game. But you get Trout to show up, Otani with a big start. Angels just uh, too bad they can't put it together consistently. they got so much talent. It's just not going to happen on a consistent basis. I, I've lost uh, faith in this team in terms of its uh, ability to get to the playoffs and make something happen. Mm-hmm. Have you? Oh, yeah, I think so. I think that would pretty much be the case at this point. They, they're, I was actually, it's funny you say that. I was looking at the standings after they won yesterday, and, like, you know, they're 30 and 35 now, and I'm like, yeah, that's what they are. Like, they're going to be 500 mm-hmm. team. You know, they'll be fighting for that. They'll be fighting to go over their win total potentially, but I don't think that's going to happen. And uh, it'll just be the same thing we've seen every single year. <laughs> it's, it's unfortunate. It is, uh, it is shocking to say it's the least. It's hard to believe Mike Trout's going to be a decade into his career and not have a playoff win um, on his resume. Really quick, uh-huh. how about this? Mike Trout, I mentioned he likes to hit in Seattle. A 337 batting average in Seattle. He has hit 30 home runs. And uh, let's see, he has six triples, driven in 74 in 85 games up in Seattle. Wow. <laughs> he loves it in there, man. It's incredible. Go ahead and make the same joke. Death taxes and a Mike Trout dinger in well, a series in Seattle. Okay. Hey, I do want to talk about this. <laughs> you loved it. No, a lot of teams streaking in baseball right now. Yeah. We have a game in progress going to the ninth inning, and uh, the Cubs, <laughs> Cubs have lost 10 straight. The Braves have won 14 in a row. Mm-hmm. Top of the ninth, one out. The Cubs lead the Braves 1-0. And uh, the last couple of days, the wind really blowing out at Wrigley Field, and you had a lot of money on the overs. Uh, today, you got a one nothing game in the ninth. So the Braves' 14-game win streak is on the line right now. And uh, 
And also the Cubs the yeah, I was trying say. to stop their 10-game skid. Yeah. Yes. So many things, many streaks are on the line here. Uh, a couple of notes, too, and that can tie into today, not so much in terms of uh, what we're going to see tonight, but worth noting big picture-wise. We've been talking about how the Mets have been playing 500 baseball um, last night, actually really good performance from New York's offense and defense. They get the win over the uh, Milwaukee Brewers, 5-4. to four. Pete Alonso, how about that throw to the plate mm-hmm. that ends up cutting somebody down It doesn't allow a run to score? They lose Tyler McGill again to shoulder irritation, so that's going to hurt him in the big picture. But a good series here as the Marlins of Pablo Lopez will make the trek to New York. They oppose Carlos Carrasco. Mets are $1.90 favored over the Marlins with a total of 8.5, depending on where you shop. No interest for me. You going to play that? Uh, no, well, I just think it's a really good pitching matchup, and I think it's worth pointing out that Carrasco has been really good uh, for mm-hmm. this team, and the price seems kind of high, and this is why I wanted to bring this up, but you also see Carrasco with a 393 ERA, but a 293 fielding independent. Some of his underlying numbers, there's a lot to like about Carlos Carrasco, and that maybe some positive regression is coming his way in terms of some really dominant performances, and against the Miami Marlins lineup, uh, that could – a little trouble at times in terms of scoring and consistency. Yeah. Carlos Carrasco might be a pretty good pitcher to kind of shut them down and have a, a really good performance. So I think it explains why that price is so high for the Mets tonight. Speaking of high prices, let's finish with the Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw back tonight. And uh, yep. how about this price? At Circus Sports right now, the Dodgers minus 272 against uh, the Cleveland Baseball Club. Yep, the Guardians. <laughs> and Zach Plesak, uh, who... It is deserved. He's exactly what you what you think of him. Low strikeout guy and has some issues with walks. 470 ERA and a 452 fielding independent. I think it makes some sense. I don't know what you're getting out of Kershaw, but I don't no. trust that police act's going to be able to keep it close. I wouldn't trust that either. But the Dodgers really not hitting um, a whole lot right now. No baseball bets for me tonight. Just going to hope for the best for golf. Assess that market tonight. Uh, check out vcin.com again for the U.S. Open golf update. That'll be up late tonight. And uh, early tomorrow morning before round three. All right, that does it for us. My guys in the desert coming up next. Like you said, check out everything we have to offer on vcin.com and more. I'll be back on Sunday with the nice bet center at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Until then, talk to you later. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.